What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, everybody? Hope week three treated you well. I'm going to hit you guys with a full comprehensive look at the week four waiver wire pickups. So if you're watching for the first time, we would really appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button. If you are already subscribed, please smash that like button, drop a comment, let me know what you guys think of this video as I'll be doing these going forward. So with that out of the way, let's jump into the look at the quarterbacks for week four. So the I'm going to go through these by tier. So tier one for the week four waiver rankings for quarterback is going to be Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins. Uh, Tier two, Justin Herbert and Phillip Rivers. Tier three, Nick Foles and Teddy Bridgewater. So Baker Mayfield in my tier one for week four. Unfortunately for me anyway, uh, it seems that Baker has become matchup dependent, right? Uh, After we posted a QB rating of 65 in week one against Baltimore, he's thrown four TDs in his past two games. Uh, Going up against Dallas in week four, obviously their front is much stronger than their secondary. They have a lot of issues going on in that secondary right now. They're going to be trailing, going to have to throw. Obviously, he still has talent there between Hunt, Chubb, Odell and Landry so I like that matchup and then his next three after that is going to be Indy Pittsburgh and Cincinnati obviously with Pittsburgh you're not going to start him then but the other two matchups set up pretty well for him kind of the same thing with with Kirk Cousins too we all know the Vikings want to run the ball and control it on defense well guess what they can't do that this year with the way that their defense has been playing Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to get a big boost if we can get Justin Jefferson playing the way that he did in week three as well. Obviously, he's going to be a hot waiver ad. Kirk Cousins gets Houston in week four, and then he gets Seattle and then Atlanta, and then they have their bye. So Kirk Cousins is someone who you can probably pick up and then not even have to worry about streaming or adding anybody else over the next three weeks. I so badly want to put Justin Herbert in tier one. If we had... 
actually, if Anthony Lynn weren't involved, I, I truly feel like any other coach would look at this situation and be like, okay, we obviously dra- drafted Justin Herbert for the future. He's been playing extremely well. He now has two back-to-back 300-yard uh, passing games. He has already doubled up the amount of 300-yard passing games that Tyrod Taylor has, and he's only in his second game. Tyrod Taylor only has one 300-yard passing game in his entire career, and Herbert has done that back-to-back as a rookie. He gets Tampa in week four, and then he gets New Orleans, the Jets, and Miami. So another guy who has really strong matchups coming up. I like Herbert a lot. I just really wish we knew that we could count on him as a starter going forward. So that's why he's in tier two. Phillip Rivers, I mean, he, he is what he is, right? He's, he's still going to sling it, but they obviously have the really strong run game. Uh, and now with Michael Pittman being hurt, we're not sure exactly how long he's going to be out or if he's going to miss any time at all. But obviously Paris Campbell has already hit IR. So now he's down to T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, and the uh, and the tight ends, right? So someone, if you're maybe if you're in a super flex, he's still sitting out there. Or if you're in a 14-team league, maybe you can look to him. But obviously the, the guys ahead of him I like better. And then tier three, Nick Foles, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, it's this is – we thought we were going to get this earlier. It finally happened with Nick Foles coming up in week four. He's been announced the starter. The thing I worry about is if he starts to falter, how quick are they going to go back to Mitch Trubisky? Full schedule coming up is not daunting either. He gets Indy this week, and then he gets Tampa, Carolina, and the Rams. So he's another guy. If you know, if your league, maybe a bunch of people hold two quarterbacks for whatever reason. If you're in a single quarterback league, if you're in a super flex, obviously you're going to want to snag him up. Uh, other than that, Teddy Bridgewater going to be playing from behind and you know what I mean so with with him he obviously has the weapons Mike Davis is getting involved as a pass catcher so you can look to him if you need to moving on to running backs uh only one guy in tier one for me this week and that is going to be Miles Gaskin he is still available in 50 percent of leagues so 12 team leagues he's probably not out there but 10 team leagues and smaller he probably is so if he is available Make sure you go and snag him. He's the only guy on this list that, as of right now, has 20-plus touch potential. All these other guys I'm going to be naming are are basically handcuffed or standalone value kind of guys. Uh, Tier 2 for me is going to be Chase Edmonds, Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison, and Darrell Williams. Basically, you can think of this tier as guys who have standalone value, and then if anything were to happen to the guys, to the running backs ahead of them, they're going to vault up in in uh in fantasy value with Jamal Williams he's been getting he's been steadily involved this whole time his his targets have been hit and miss but he's getting targeted uh he, you know he's had targets two out of the three weeks there I think he's had at least six carries five to six carries every single week as well and obviously if anything were happened to Aaron Jones that's going to be wills up for Jamal Williams Alexander Madison we know what he can do he has a little bit of standalone value as well as much as the Vikings like to run the ball and the guy ahead of him, Dalvin Cook, does not have a clean injury history. So he he's someone who could very easily be looking at a, at a workhorse role at some point during the season. Daryl Williams, uh, he was injured week two. He was not on the injury report for week three. And the reason the, he's not going to have as many touches, I don't think, for standalone value. But I'm keeping him in tier two because 
it's the Chiefs offense. That's we we want exposure to the Chief to the Chiefs offense. He seems to be the clear cut number two. So if anything happens to Clyde, he's gonna be the guy. Tier three for me, just handcuff guys, Tony Pollard, Brian Hill. Obviously, you guys know the deal with them. Brian Hill actually looked pretty decent in this game. Uh, he was a little bit more involved, but I think that had to do with the Falcons playing from ahead for enough of that game that they should have won, but we saw what happened in that game. So Brian Hill, again, obviously the same thing, kind of going off with Alexander Madison. The guy ahead of him does not have a clean bill of health, so Brian Hill looks like he's going to be the guy to own if anything were happening to Gurley. Tier 4, Rex Burkhead, Jeff Wilson. I, mean, I guess you could throw Sony in this mix as well. He went for over 100 yards, and I think it was just like nine carries. But I, I, the, we, we, we know by now, Patriots, running backs, they're a headache. Kind of just stay away from them. But if you have to add someone, if you're, if you're in a super deep league, I mean, I, I guess you can go Rex Burkhead because it seems like he's going to be involved as a pass catcher at least until James White comes back. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be. And then Jeff Wilson, as long as both of the starting running backs are, are out for the 49ers, Jeff Wilson had 15 touches to McKinnon's 18. Uh, McKinnon did leave with a rib injury, but that doesn't seem to be anything uh, anything worrisome or anything that's going to be long-term for him, and he should be ready for week four. But obviously we know Shanahan runs that committee system, so Jeff Wilson's going to have some value, at least while Raheem Mostert is out, because he's, he's obviously closer than Tevin Coleman, who was put on IR. Four wide receivers. Tier one for me is going to be Alan Lazard, Justin Jefferson, Anthony Miller, and Traquan Smith. For the brand, Alan Lazard, he went off Sunday night. He went six for 146 and one against the Saints. They get the Falcons in week four. So even if Devontae Adams is, is healthy and he's going to go, Alan Lazard definitely needs to be picked up. He's only rostered in 39% of ESPN leagues, 49% of Yahoo leagues. So he's probably not out there for Yahoo in a 12-team league, but maybe a 10-team or, or fewer. Definitely go and snag him. They have a bye coming up in week five, but then they get Tampa and Houston after that. So Lazard is someone you should pick up and hold through that bye. Justin Jefferson went off. He also had himself a day. He went seven for 175 and one. Um, hopefully he can keep that up. It looks like he's finally passed all the BC Johnson. Zimmer is going to Zimmer, I guess. So, and we, we already talked about with Kirk Cousins. They, it looks like they're going to be playing from behind due to the offense and do, I mean, due to the defense rather and the offenses that they will be facing. So Justin Jefferson, go out and get him. He's only 34 and 31% rostered in ESPN and Yahoo leagues. Anthony Miller is going to get a bump with Nick Foles taking over. Uh, he's He's been a little inconsistent so far. The The targets haven't been there, but hopefully with, with Nick Foles and his familiarity with Matt Nagy, this will be a, this will be a quick transfer. This will be a quick learning experience, and uh, he's going to get that bump. Traquan Smith has been basically been the only thing outside of Alvin Kamara and his ridiculousness 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's been going in that passing game for the Saints with Michael Thomas going down. So even whenever MT comes back, like Alan Lazard, you can you can definitely hold on to him because the, the Saints are going to need a, a second option. They, they have not been looking great this year. Drew Brees doesn't quite look like himself, but Traquan Smith is still going to have value. Tier two for me, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, T. Higgins, Greg Ward, Cole Beasley. Now with this tier... I mean, MVS, he's he's going to hold some value just because of how high-powered this Green Bay offense has been. And again, they get Atlanta in week four, so that's going to be a really nice matchup for him. T. Higgins, we, you know, we had a, a nice showing of the, of the rookie receivers. He had two touchdowns this week. If, I mean, A.J. Green does not look like the A.J. Green of old. So if T. Higgins can kind of take over that number two spot behind Tyler Boyd, that would be a huge boost for him and his fantasy value in redraft and dynasty as well. He was kind of being uh, being slept on, so that's someone who I like. Greg Ward, who who else is left? Deshaun Jackson's hurt. Jalen Rager's hurt. Alshon Jeffrey's still not back. Dallas Goddard just went down with a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss a couple of weeks. So Greg Ward uh, is is someone you definitely need to be adding because. The, Again, they, they just don't have anybody else. Cole Beasley, they there was another injury there for, for the Bills. John Brown went down with a calf injury. Cole Beasley has actually quietly been playing pretty well this season. Beasley has gone 4 for 58, 5 for 70, and 6 for 100 yards in his three games this year. So you can definitely do worse. And as much as Josh Allen has just been chucking it around the yard, Again, something that I was not expecting that I did not see coming this year. Cole Beasley can definitely hold some value, especially if John Brown were forced to miss any any significant amount of time. Tier three for me, LaVisca Chenault, Keelan Cole, Randall Cobb, Brandon Ayuk, Tim Patrick, and Scotty Miller. With the two Jags receivers, this is just coming down to they're not going to be able to, to hold many leads. They're going to be playing from behind. Both of them have been... They've been okay. Keelan Cole started off the year a little bit better. He had the two touchdowns in back-to-back games, but the the yards and the targets just really haven't been there for either of those guys, but their their upcoming schedule sets up nice for them. They get Cincy in week four, then they get Houston and Detroit before they hit their bye. So they're, they're, those are two guys that if you, if you need some depth on your team, LaVisca Chenault I like a little bit better because of how he's being used in both the passing and the running game. I just think he's a more explosive athlete. So if he can get going, that's going to do really well for that Jags team. And I'm not entirely sure what's going on with DJ Chark and whether or not he's going to be playing in week four. Tim Patrick had himself a solid game in week three. He ended up finding the end zone with Cortland Sutton going on IR. Tim Patrick might be looked at, especially as long as Driscoll was in there. I'm sure those two spent some time together with the second team and running the second team during training camp. So if you're if you're desperate, you can look to him. And then Scotty Miller, I would have him higher 
with Chris Godwin and his hamstring injury. I, I haven't heard anything yet with Godwin. He's he's week to week as of right now. But Scotty Miller is dealing with injuries of his own. He's been leading this team in after Godwin and Evans in terms of routes run, targets, and yards and everything else. He's been playing over Justin Watson. So he would be just keep an eye on him. Maybe don't go crazy on Fab or anything. If if you're setting waiver priorities, look to add him as like your as your third or fourth pick. I wouldn't be putting him in my first or second round of waivers. Uh tier four. Darth throw guys, right? We're looking at Gabe Davis, KJ Hamler, Antonio Gandy Golden, Andy Isabella, John Hightower, Demarcus Robinson, and it pains me to say this, but Brian Edwards. I with with the the lack of targets he's been seeing, even with Henry Ruggs out this game, I think Edwards only saw three targets in a game they were trailing. So I I wish I didn't even have to mention him in the waivers. I wish he were a locked in guy for your teams, but at this point he's simply not. Uh, Gabe Davis, again, he's going to be your downfield threat for Buffalo if John Brown were to miss time. He had four for 80 or four for 81 in, uh, in week three. And we, you know, if, if you were following along with our training camp updates on Twitter at all or through the couple of podcasts and shows we did on YouTube, you know, Gabe Davis was literally popping up every single day in all of the training camp reports from the B writers and everything else. So, He's someone who might be a sneaky ad, especially depending on if John Brown were to miss any significant amount of time. Antonio Gandy-Golden, he's going to get looks in three wide receiver sets. If Dontrell Inman were to miss time, he he avoided a fracture. The x-ray came up negative, but I'm not sure if he's going to miss any, any additional time or not. Be careful with Andy Isabella. I know he had the big game, but Christian Kirk was hurt. So I, I don't think Andy Isabella is just going to all of a sudden push Christian Kirk to the background. So don't go crazy with Andy Isabella. Be I, I would put minimal fab on him if you're if you're wide receiver needy. The other guys I, I've mentioned so far, way ahead of him. I'm not going to fall for this just yet. Maybe I miss out. Maybe Andy Isabella ends up being a, a big play threat for the rest of the season but I just can't do it right now. Let's wrap this up with tight ends. Tier one for me, Logan Thomas, Dalton Schultz, and Jimmy Graham. Logan Logan Thomas is going to lead things off here for me for one reason and one reason only, and that is volume. Thomas is second in targets amongst tight ends, and he is third in routes run through the first three weeks. The counting stats aren't quite there yet. The, the production isn't quite there, but he's on an offense that's going to need to throw the ball a lot. And with the only true target competition being McLaurin and Steven Sims, he's going to keep getting targets and he's going to have a couple of these games where he ends up with, you know, 50 yards and a touchdown, 60 yards and a touchdown. Those will be coming. So just, just stay patient with him. He's someone who, if you need someone just kind of pick up and just hold out of the guys on here, he's the one I'd feel most comfortable with even though, like I said, it, it hasn't really been there for him in production. He gets Baltimore in week four, not a great matchup, but again, they're going to be playing from behind. They're going to need to throw, and then they get the Rams, the Giants, and Dallas after that. Uh, Dalton Schultz has actually been playing really well despite being in a in a crowded room. He had the, the big game last week. This week, he was still getting targets, still getting production. Again, despite the fact that he's playing alongside probably the best wide receiver group in the entire NFL. Uh, since he took over for Blake Jarwin getting injured in week two, he is second among tight ends and targets tied with Logan Thomas and Zach Ertz. And he has run the sixth most 
routes amongst tight ends. Jimmy Graham has been surprisingly involved. He had the uh, the one off week where, only ha- where he only had one target, but other than that, I think he had seven and six or seven and ten rather in the uh, in the other two weeks. And again, with Nick Foles taking over, I think all of these pass catching options for Chicago get a bump. Tier two for me. Again, another one that breaks my heart, but I got to keep him here just because that this offense is dreadful. Chris Herndon, I mean, I, I was expecting so much more from him, but that that entire offense is completely injured, and he's he's simply not good enough to be the only thing that defenses have to worry about. So he's going to stay here in Tier 2 for me, but also he's going to be joined by Eric Ebron and O.J. Howard. You just can't completely trust them and their usage. Eric Ebron had himself a really nice game in Week 3, but there's a lot of options there in Pittsburgh. So I wouldn't go crazy with your fab or, you know, be be chasing those points. OJ Howard has had some solid games, but again, a bunch of a uh, bunch of options there. Gronk was used more in the passing game this week as, as compared to the past two. So that's something to definitely monitor. Maybe he was just kind of getting back into to football shape after being off for a year, not having the, the full training camp. And then if you need a dart throw, uh, Mo Alley Cox is uh is pretty interesting maybe if you're in like a 16 team league or like a two tight end league for for redraft purposes but last week with jack doyle sidelined mo alley cox had a i think it was over 100 yards i think it was like 111 and this week jack doyle was back doyle didn't see a single target and mo alley cox went for 50 and a touchdown so if you need a, a dart throw kind of guy, I, I don't think you need to reach this far down. But if for, for some reason you do, Mo Ali Cox is a, is a nice dart throw. So that is going to wrap it up for the week four waiver wire pickups. Let me know what you think of this format. Uh, I'm going to put the link to the article that's on the fantasyauthority.com in the description below. You can see the, the full list. And I also have a uh, an injury roundup from week three if you want to check that out. So appreciate it, guys, and I uh, will be talking to you soon. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.